With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Genome Stories Podcast with me, John. I'm Owen. I'm Sam. And today we have got Master of Ceremonies, Dave Basson. How's it going? You all right, boys? Oh, good, <laughs> it's good, it's good to on. Yeah. Looking a little bit fresher than uh, <laughs> some people. <laughs> <people's laughs> <life. laughs> I think it's here. We've got our four as well. Did you? I was working, mate. Oh, that's the difference. Oh, well, <laughs> I was working, I was working. You was out in the old trolley last night, so that's why you look like some barrels of shit. <laughs> yeah, because it's not about me, though, is it? <laughs> Before Dave come in, we're trying to be all professional and you're being sick in the toilet. Unedited. <laughs> anyway, Dave, how's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, you know. Good yeah. to have you on, man. It's good so, you. we're going to talk about probably a bit of your unlicensed stuff because we've all done a lot of unlicensed stuff together um, and then basically get your like your career at the moment as a master of ceremonies and how you got into it how's it going and everything like that but well, I'll just also add in there go on. David Basson ring hire as well yes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah hire limited uh, yeah yeah plug that's the uh, biggest plug if I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> obviously very reasonable competitive with MC packages available yeah. <laughs> he's definitely got a voice for radio yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a face for radio <laughs> um, uh, we'll uh, later on as well we'll, uh, we'll restate that um, message as well as you come back so I'll strip it right back then uh, how did you when did you start with putting gloves on? I don't know. I really always had a bit of an obsession with boxing anyway. A bit of a total enthusiast, really. Used to muck about as a kid, like most of us did, really. And then I've always been one who gets in, involved with things and then obsesses a little bit. Uh, and then before I kind of so I had a lot of problems with my legs as well as a teenager. I don't know why I'm even That's all right. No, no. It's your, yeah, your story, mate. So um, a lot of it changed for me. I couldn't do a lot of the sports that I wanted to do or was told I couldn't anyway by a consultant. They said I wouldn't be walking by the time I got to 20 and stuff like that. So, uh, and they couldn't operate, do any more operations than they had done. And they said, it's all right, you'll be driving by then. So it won't really matter so much. So, because I, I kind of wanted to go to the army as well, and I was told I wouldn't be able to do that at 15. So it was, and then kind of went through my 20s, like you do, it, I could still walk. It was fine. Um, this isn't a mad sob story, by the way. And then uh, I kind of started obsessing over sort of weight training, got involved with sort of bodybuilding and stuff like that. Seen some of the photos. Yeah, I turned into a bit of a unit there. Uh, and then I was going to a lot of these white collar shows or unlicensed shows. And I was watching some of these boys on there. I, was, oh, I remember my cousin Jimmy saying to me, Oh, these lads are running such and such. I went, Lay <laughs> And then obviously, Hyder, who you had on a few weeks ago, yeah, yeah. 
Hired I've known Hyder for quite a few years. Uh, we used to what work a character. Years. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Hyder for about 20 years now. And um, I got talking to him. He said, well, get down the gym, blah, blah, blah. So that was how, it's, you know, I came back to the gym. I was in the 30s by now. I'd had enough of lifting weights and getting as big as I could. Thought I'd go in there and just be able to blaze through it. That wasn't the case, uh, obviously. You boys were all in the gym there. We will train. Oh, so that was, was the first time in a boxing gym? No, I'd been in boxing gyms before, but oh. that was the first really oh. to fight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you not yeah. do any, was you just in and out? Did you do any, like, amateur no, stuff? No. No. So you literally joined us when we were all there, yeah. uh, like Joe and everything like that? Yeah, and just came in, just because, listen, I just love fighting. And that was the thing, once I got in there, obviously a couple of months later, sold some tickets, had a fight, had another fight. How many did you and you had? Fights, I don't know, 40 odd. Fucking hell, really? 40 yeah, odd? Yeah, yeah, sure. Fucking hell, yeah. So can you remember, can you remember your first one? Yeah, but the first one was down the casino rooms, and the second one was it was um, lad from Portsmouth, wasn't it? No, it was, there was yeah. one before that, two oh. weeks before it. Matty Bowler, yeah, we, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 we all fought on that, yeah, yeah, we went oh, the sure. charity event, and yeah. it was like, oh, just he was just like, we needed some so boys. That was your first one, yeah, and I stopped that boy, didn't I? And then, and then it was that lad from Portsmouth. Oh, that was terrible. Well, well, I stopped him, but he shouldn't have been in. He there, was. Mate. He oh, would well. throw a punch. I remember he'd throw a punch yeah, and then turn away. He's still. He's still about now. No, against Stephen, mate. But then after that, and and the thing was as well, <clears throat> kind of had that one, and then things uh, weren't going so right for me. Um, personally really and then I'd said listen I want some proper fights I didn't want these boys no, I didn't want to be serious I'm just having right. these but Joe um, licked his lips with that when you said that wasn't it we didn't he said just keep selling tickets keep oh, really selling tickets. yeah oh, we got the fucking opposite <laughs> and then obviously but straight away I was up on the shows with you boys. more yeah. on the shows yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't but change that the fir- I nah I loved it mate I loved it and then the first one was a boy that you'd boxed. Mark Collins. Name. Mark Collins. You yeah. Know I can't yeah. remember. He's so like over six foot odd. Yeah. About three stone heavier. I remember going in there and looking at him walking. I was thinking, oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, he caught me with the first shot. And I didn't really, I don't know. It just felt like he hit me on the top of the end of the brick, to be honest. But then the ref started counting. He's standing there. I thought, oh, what's going on there? What, Gary? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was Mark. If it weren't Mark, it'd be Gary. If it weren't yeah. Gary, it'd be yeah. Mark, wouldn't it? Yeah. That was Mark. And then, anyway, carried on. And then he managed to drop me. And I went down and sat through my head. Like I say, things weren't going great for me at the time. And Hyde was in the corner, Yeah, and Hyde, yeah. I was shouting. I was going, you said you wanted this. And I remember just thinking, right, that's that. He ain't, he ain't putting me over again. Yeah. I remember you screaming at him. And then... I went to the corner at the end and Mark come over and he said, you need to show us something, you know, I was on pulling you out. I said, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Just, and then that was it. Yeah. Just started beating my chest. 
corner of yeah, ages. I remember Belzev for that as well. I got booed out and cheered back in. You know, the crowd <laughs> was charting when they coming up to it going, oh, mate, that was mad watching that. So it was, uh, and that was the start of that. But then I remember Alan coming up to me at the end and he just whispered in the ear and went, I love to work for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Just every single week. Yeah, you know yourself. Doing, uh, yeah. Twice a week, twice a night, three times a week. Yeah, so, oh, mate, three times a week, yeah, and they were the good pay days, yeah. they? Did you fight just Essex? Um, pretty much, but it wasn't just Alan's shows. I did go on. Um, there was one night I fought a fella called uh, Mikey Bourne. Who, uh, they Mikey Bourne? They call him Iron Mike. Bourne. What, that chap you knocked out Jamie Spade? Uh, Jamie, you mean Jay? It wasn't, name wasn't Spade. You're on about. No, not Spade. Um, yeah. Jamie you Spencer. Spencer. Jamie Spencer. Yeah. yeah. You boxed yeah. him? Yeah. You were fucking <laughs> mad, bro. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, and the thing was, right. He was eyeing everyone at the time. They was messing down on the week of the fight. I couldn't get anyone in. He'd had something like 34 and 33 stoppages or something stupid. Some wild record. um, They were saying, you know, he weighed 90 kilos. They needed somebody who was going to stay in there with him. And uh, Joe was going to, oh, they're offering you. I said, oh, that's all right. Yeah, just take it. And he was like, but he he said, they're saying, he said, oh, he said, what are you weighing? I said, well, I don't know. What do I have to weigh? <laughs> they were saying, well, he's got to come in minimum 80. Otherwise, we can't let it happen. So I was like, right. <laughs> and we literally went up there. I remember sat. I was sat in the Jenny Wren in Sittingbourne and they did like a steak uh, deal thing, like a big 16-ounce steak. And I thought, right, sat there in the afternoon eating this steak. And I was drinking litres of water going up there. Three pairs of socks on. Trying to, well, and this was a big, it was in the summer. Oh, June, July, oh. time, right? it was steaming. I wore tracksuit bottoms with jeans over the top. Yeah, yeah. And then I wore a T-shirt, jumper, and a jacket, and I filled my pockets up. We purposely turned up late. Oh, so, so as I ran in, they said, on the scales, come on. I just I went, yeah, yeah, all right, all right. And I just took my trainers off and stood on the scale. And they went, and it just tipped about 80 kilos. I was like, oh, and they went, all right, all right. So I said, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the show was started, see. So they went on and yeah, they yeah. didn't have a chance to sort of. And we stripped down and I got the scales out just before I was going to go on. And I was just about 74 kilos. Fucking oh, hell, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't advocate it to right. But at the time, it was, it was just a period of life where I wanted to. Uh, so you know, let me get paid. Yeah, they, I, I went in there and they, they were yeah, stones on you to fight. They was literally, like the ref, you could tell, was looking to stop me anything, any, yeah. anything he could. And he caught me with a decent enough body shot and I took a knee and I was looking at him and Joe said, stay down, stay down. I was like, oh, God, is it? And I, I yeah. got up and I carried on. <laughs> and then the next flurry, the, 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 it was in the second round, the next flurry, the ref just was like, no, no, Fuck did you do um, Did you do any like, like we'd done like the Plymouth stuff and that? I know you was a bit after. Did you do anything up and down the country or you was it just? Nah, but no. I, so oddly enough, I met that promoter because I went and did a bit of work for him down there. Luke Bear or? Luke, Luke, Luke Larry or Bear, is he? I think his name was Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big. Uh, big. Yeah. yeah. 
Little Larry, little Superman. Yeah, yeah look like he's like a Calvin Klein advert. You, yeah, you yeah, know I the difference know. between both I can't of them. Which one it was in that nightclub, wasn't it? Oceana. Yeah, Oceana. Yeah, Oceana. Probably. Yeah. Oceana. It's like a big industrial estate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's got like Nando's and a TK Maxx. Yeah, I turned up there that night. This was years ago now. They wanted to auction. He said to me, yeah, 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 do really well. We tried. Didn't pay like in my envelope. He hadn't paid the full fee. I had to chase him about. And, oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, really? And then he was going, "Yeah, the auction fly. I didn't sell a thing. Mate. He didn't sell a thing. It's fuck. Tim's got no money. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, it was only the third time. That, well, it's the first time at that point. Oh, really? Oh, so it was a few years ago. Yeah, not a single thing. Yeah. So he carried on with the unlicensed stuff, just doing the away shows. Did you do any more home shows? Ticket selling, or was you just yeah, have to sold, do? You sold tickets on the road. Yeah, I did. I sold yeah. some up. I, I took fifty odd up to Essex one. Yeah, night. yeah, we was on the same card. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. That's yeah, when I bought that down in Coleville. Yeah, I took that night. Yeah, mm. fifty-five. I took up there. It was for yeah, um, an RBA bill, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't win. <laughs> The fellow was six foot four, mate. We are sitting down at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, he was he was huge. I can't remember his name. He was Steve Sangrover, I think. But he he was a nice, nice enough lad. Steve Hughes. Nah. Cotton or something or other. I can't remember now. I can't remember after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's like 34 fights. That's it. Monday, you Monday. did? Yeah, 34 fights. Is that all? Yeah, yeah that's I, fucking... I, yeah, 34 fights. Yeah. So, with the unlicensed, who... Could you name a few that really stick out? Uh, I suppose the... The last official one I had uh, before I went on to the MC in was a fellow called Chris McCabe. And he was probably, or they get caught up in it, or I say it was probably the best one, but you get caught up in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't remember. Sort of mixture, yeah. Literally, people come up to us, oh, do you remember? I haven't got a clue. Got a clue. Oh, yeah. And they say, oh, we had a great fight. I go, yeah. <laughs> I go, yeah. Yeah, you won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember that. What about Chris okay. McKay? See, that was the second fight of the night. I'd already fought. And someone you got double turn, whammy. Yeah. Oh, you lucky someone, someone, someone didn't turn up, uh, and uh, they came into the room. You know, how you feeling? Yeah. yeah. How you feeling? Yeah. Really, yeah. I said, yeah, I'm feeling all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go again? Yeah, double bubble. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's still what I got. Oh, don't worry about it. You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only his first fight, don't worry. Nah, they didn't. They didn't even say that. It just went. Just do what you do, you know, cover up. And I said, what's his name? Well, Chris McCabe. I said, all right, yeah. So I was asking around the changing room. And Marty was up there, I think. And I said, who's Chris McCabe? And he went, Chris McCabe. And I went, yeah. And they went, just just cover up and that. Really? I was thinking, really? I was thinking... Are they are they joking though? Yeah, like, are they yeah, trying to wire yeah, it up? Yeah, 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 like, getting under the skin and that. And I was like, oh, well, don't worry about it. You know, I'll go out there and have a go. Well... Uh, I went out there and Gary was refing. He'd ref me 20 minutes before. <laughs> and it's all I did was change my shorts. So obviously no one recognised me. And, uh, <laughs> Shaved the beard or something. You know, totally different name. Uh, got named. And that as I went out there. And I got out there. 
And uh, Gary was like, what are you doing out here? You've already bought it. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, well, it's a bit right, oh, I love blah, blah. Gary, isn't he? He wants yeah, you to look after your way, boys, isn't he? He said, well, blah, blah, who you got? And then suddenly Billy announces, Chris, okay. And he went, right. He said, if I see you get in trouble at all, I'm stopping you, Dave. I'm stopping you. Just please. Hold really? your hands up at least. The fucking what, defense, is, what is, is going on? Well, anyway, we went yeah, out. T1 turn, mate. Right? <laughs> Go out, you know, and, and obviously... Comes out and looks like a calcium kid. Well, he looked absolutely, you know, <laughs> like a in great shape. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And by that time, uh, I wasn't as lean or as built as I once, <laughs> once was a year or two before that. And I was just like, oh... And, I looked at him and thought, oh, I'd be all right. You know, we've seen it all before. Yeah. And um, I came out and he he sent out a jab, mate. And it was probably the sharpest shot. <laughs> and the fastest shot. Because that, that was the thing. I was at a high guard. Yeah, yeah. And even if I was blocking it with my face, at least I could see it coming. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> way, but it was kind of, you were prepared. But he, he was just like, and I was like, whoa. And then he hit me with a one-two. And I'm like, oh, Christ, I'm in a proper fight here. And he had the fastest hands and he moved me about. I, I went the distance with him and it was all right. And, you know, and I even caught him with a couple of decent shots myself. And I was quite happy with that. And um, Gary came up to us. Oh, that was amazing. Well done. Like, I'm really proud of you there. Yeah, yeah. For getting through that one. I was thinking, oh, well, it was good. But, you know, what, what is it? What is it? Why does everyone know this kid? So he was respectful. Said, see you later. Obviously, we didn't get paid for overtime, so I just wanted to get home, get yeah, a bit yeah, changed, yeah. shoot off. Get back. And the next day, he messaged me and said, oh, thanks so much for getting in there with me and blah, 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 and saving my night. And obviously, yeah. he sold a lot of tickets. He said, oh, what have you done? I said, no, not nothing really. You know, I just do these sort of unlicensed fights. I've quite a few now, but that's probably it for me or coming to to the end of it and he was like uh, I said so what have you done and British he said and, and he, well no he's, he said I had 105 amateurs I was in the GB development squad and I won yeah. and he yeah. won something like 87 <laughs> 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 he boxed for England and all that lot. and before that he boxed on the Queensbury League he said well I was on there undefeated won their titles so I've moved on to the IBA so I'll do and I just went You'll do great. Come <laughs> <laughs> yeah. up a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he had problems. With, he was going to turn pro. He had problems with the medical and that, and that was why he was uh, doing the unlicensed stuff. On the unlicensed stuff. <clears throat> yeah. In the unlicensed scene, what was the best venue you had boxed at? Uh, I don't know, like we did. Do you all call me for you all call? Yeah, three times. You done West Ham as well. Yeah, because no, you didn't fight West Ham. I did twice. Did twice, twice. Yeah, we've got mm. pictures of us there outside. Oh. He had too much. No, he's had too I'm much. Fuck, he's still more hanging, isn't he? Said twice. <laughs> Just before it shut as well. Yeah, yeah, because I'm more tempted to nick a West Ham chair. <laughs> Do you know what? Time. Actually, out the West Ham chairs, go on. Available it's... in the signed boxing memorabilia. Uh, well, it's not boxing; it's football. Ridiculous. Uh, we've actually got the chairs from the Berlin. <laughs> Signs, mm. but yeah, got how much do you want one? They're quite a lot, they've got about 17 signatures on them. A big birthday present, so I know, but they are about 900 quid. Mage rates, what's that, 899? Yeah, <laughs> 899, 99. <laughs> plus, 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 plus
Yeah, pricey bit of memorabilia, yeah. really. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I boxed it. <laughs> when did mine wrap your hands? Oh, the night that they got <laughs> shattered. <laughs> <laughs> the same story we <laughs> look, at, look at that. Look, my knuckles never ever come back. His <laughs> <laughs> knuckles <laughs> aren't in then. Yeah. <laughs> Just totally. And the thing was, I felt it go in the first round. That was against James Banks. And... Um, I remember that. That was a good fight because that was a proper tear-up. It was just literally... Um, you just wish you didn't have Martin fucking Ilman wrap your hands. I said, no, I felt good, man. It's felt good. I was like, <laughs> and the, that was mad as well, right? Because literally 10 days before that, I got a call. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Can you fight on whatever date it was? I said, yeah. Uh, what weight are you? I said, well, uh, what, what weight do you need? Well, he said, this boy usually fights at like 68. He said, so really it needs to be at 74 he wants it. I said, all right. So I said, uh, when I got on the scales, I was 81. Oh. And I was like, oh, I had about 12 days notice or something stupid. So I said, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. I can do 74. Well, I'll tell you what, I went on the maddest diet. I was out running and that because it was quite a nice fight. I thought it was, he wasn't, he's not that much taller than me. No. And I thought this will be a nice come to have a go and all this. I said, yeah, all right. So um, I trained, got myself down to 74 kilos. The day I walked in, I felt sick because I'd cut all sugar out of the diet. Fuck Literally went onto a total protein diet. I didn't do it a very good way, but it was obviously crashing this weight off me. And um, got on the scales. I made the way. And then I never saw him until about 45 minutes before the show started. Saying, I turned around. It was fucking huge. Massive. Well, he won't say four. I said, no, mate, I'm <laughs> I never saw him touch the scales. And then, in fact, you, there's like a picture. <laughs> I'm going to try and find it, I'm sure, on my Instagram. And you can see both the body shapes. That literally... Like, he did used to fight, but then he was really fit down at, like, 68 or something. And then by the time, you know, he, he'd gone up and up and up, because let's face it, you know, I'm five foot four, I should probably be <laughs> down at about, well, <laughs> probably 54 <laughs> or something. <laughs> but, uh, which I've, I, you know, I, I haven't been below 10 stone since I was 15 years old, so it's... Uh, Okay. You're fighting mm. similar people to me, and I'm like not much taller. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you know, I yeah, mean, it's, yeah. It was, it's, it's quite. Mind you, George is the same. He's always fighting taller boys. George, by the way, is my son. Everyone out there, fantastic young man, George Basson. <laughs> keep your keep keep your ears open in a few years. Who's okay. <laughs> um, also sponsored by Protect and Patrol? I just like to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, well, at least I'll date you. We need to do some more. It's to give him anything. No, but well, he hasn't. He hasn't it's used the kit that you oh, bought yeah. him last year because he broke his hand, didn't he? Oh, which was really bad. So he hasn't boxed for a year, but he's had the kit made. We just open it; still fits him. 
I just remember, obviously, as you're going around the scene, sparring and stuff like that, just granite chin, just fucking granite chin. Oh, which yeah. yeah, well, that was the thing. What I, what I um, what I, you know, had less of in talent, just stood there and took it. Mm. I always remember sparring you, Sam. <laughs> I'd stand there and he'd get so frustrated because I'd just drop my hands in the end. And I'd just literally protect my chin. Come on, come on. He'd just be smashing me. <laughs> and I couldn't get anywhere near him. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it it good spars, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, we had two good spars as well. Like, yeah, it was like, was, I used to love it, Dan. Turn it up. Oh, Billy Beck. It was, it was a great time, I think, for our little group. When, yeah, but yeah. we just like the stars aligned. Yeah. yeah. yeah everyone just come down, Bosch. I actually remember it with quite decent fondness and the, the stuff that we'd done, casinos and over at Circus Tavern and stuff like that. I fucking loved it. Loved it. It was a great part, I think, of like a time that was when it was, was there. No, no one mean? was above their own. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Like you get, oh, like, we all knew we were just fucking there to make money. <laughs> well, but the thing was, I we think everyone fun, did it? help everyone as well. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like no one looked down on anyone. Yeah, no one no was one above their own level. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, all, we all stood up for each other. Yeah, exactly. Like, we like if Good. one of us was fighting up the up the surface tavern, and the other the, like three other bugs that from fighting there. No big Yeah, just trying yeah. to get it on. Whilst well, everyone's booing you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <You're> free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did it come to you from unlicensed to basically getting a mic in your hand? Uh that was all to do with as we was coming to the end, sort of with the fighting uh joe, joe was obviously starting to put on pro shows and he, yeah, yeah. he put one on with steffi ball and then the second one where he was going to do on his own he said to me get involved with me see about the organizing and such like because you were doing the like say logistics side of it with you. yeah that's it yeah just more sort of Sorting out ticket money yeah, with fighters, yeah, making yeah. sure that everyone on the night handed in their money, got paid and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Looking after guests when they were coming in, you know what I mean, the tables and stuff like that. It was um, making sure that the, the, well, there was long stories about saying the bar staff and that, but I'm not going to go into that. But we, uh, yeah, and we was doing a few, we'd done a few shows and I just turned around and said, these MCs, Joe. Like, and he was going, well, if you think you can do better, you yeah. fucking do it. And I went, all right. <laughs> well, I do else. <laughs> and he said, well, if you do it, I'll pay for your board license and all that. And I said, no, 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 it's all right. I'll do that. And that's, that's how it started. So oh. I went and got my license the week after. Had to get a catchphrase. Uh, well, not really. The catchphrase is... <laughs> I'll tell you a story about that in a minute, actually, as well, because obviously it's a slightly different catchphrase now to what I started off with. Right. But, um, yeah, I went went up, got the board licence, did a show the week after, got a message from somebody who was on the panel uh, the day I got my board licence, who sent me a number and said um, I'd fit the bill. They were looking for an MC as well, and then did a few Goodwin shows. What did you have to do at the board? Did you have to, like, just speak on a mic? Like, no, you have to go up there. They, they kind of throw questions at you about the rules of boxing. Right. The rules around what, what the purpose of an MC is. 
what information the MC must know, why it's important for an MC to give the right information, um, you know, about crowd control, all sorts of different questions. And then they asked me to do, yeah, like announcing program, which was the weirdest experience ever. It was, <laughs> it was in this real plush hotel in London, in a boardroom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all sitting opposite you like apprentice, don't they? Oh, yeah, it's just, one meeting. Yeah, was you know, that's this? the thing. You would have been You're up there. Fine. Yeah, you would have been, been up there, yeah, like so, yeah, when so, you when you was going for a license. It was it's exactly the same yeah. on the same days. Yeah, so weird. And and then you and then I had to kind of audition, and it was obviously a lot of what I do at shows. You get feedback from the crowds. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just don't feed, know but yeah, they just they said there's no feedback. Yeah, you know, it's just as I'm stood there going, oh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> just looking at you. Oh, great, my mate. So it was, uh, but yeah, got the license, got straight away busy. That was the thing. Joe had a show for me in workshop the week after. Then, like I said, this contact with um, Kevin Campion and Steve Goodwin. So what was your catchphrase? What was your catchphrase when you first started? Well, when I first started, it was check your watches. It's fight time. Yeah, yeah. And then I sent out a promo and that, and then another MC who I don't think he MCs anymore um, actually messaged me and told me that I was breaking copyright. Really? Was there any links with him? I, I believe. Oh. With over it's fight time. Who's the oh. who was the MT? Oh, I don't know. I don't oh. need to go into that. Oh, so is the, yeah. <laughs> for the views, mate. For the views. Yeah, it doesn't really matter anyway, does it? So what is it now? Well, oh it's check your watches. <laughs> now is the time. So Let's get these fights on! Come on, man. Let's be honest, I barely ever use it anymore, unless there is a title fight. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Obviously, because you can do the whole spiel, you know, like your diamond or buffer or anything, you know, you're, you're announcing yeah, yeah. the judges, you're announcing everything. Yeah, yeah. Fighters are ready, blah, blah, blah. Are you ready? Then check your, you know, so. So how is it being an MC with like, because you're an MC through, you do uh, pro shows. Do you do other shows as well? I do yeah. amateur. Yeah. I do amateur. Yeah, I do the pro and the amateur yeah. shows. Yeah, okay. You do weddings. Do weddings? Oh, I've done weddings. It's the hardest wedding. <laughs> the wedding. So what's it like on the pro shows? Is it different, like you turn up and is it different shows? Do it, like, well, it's just about preparation really. Obviously, mm. pro shows... Obviously, look, we, we boxed around uh, a lot of unlicensed and stuff like that. You can be a lot more free in what you're saying, but you could basically say whatever you want, can't you? Yeah. Uh, but when, you, when you're feeding the MC information about fighters yeah, and they're getting their name wrong because you're stitching them up. Oh, well, Dennis, I'm, I'm a boxer. Oh, I'm a boxer, yeah. Oh, I forgot uh, about that. The dude with the dreads, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah it was cool. Cool. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it was, was fighting yeah. uh, Joe, Joe Hughes. Yeah. And, then, and he, he just got his... Think really yeah, wrong. Completely. Right, he had like 12 wins. Well, no, 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 no. He said, look, he'd had 10 losses yeah. in one win. So, but just completely fucked up, Grant's record. Yeah. Like three times. Everything oh. went wrong. I was like, yeah. me and him were looking at each other like, fu
Yeah, no, did you want me to drink? No, it wasn't Baby Dunmore. Really? It was um, Lance, Lance Murdoch. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought it was Dave. <laughs> Dave knows all of them now. Lance, well, no, I know Lance. I do talk to Lance. <laughs> but he, um, he's kind of an unlicensed MC. Didn't he win the competition? And then he got a licence. He was actually approached by... Uh, boxer or whoever it was at the time before they because obviously they grew off the back of that yeah, you know, yeah. a boxer and then now Ben Shalom is Matrim not Matrim Sky well, sorry with Sky, Sky. But, uh, they, I believe they approached him and and supported him to go and get his boxing license so he could do that mm-hmm. and that was his first show as a pro on a pro show mm-hmm. mm. how many shows do you think you've done I think, I think that in itself shows the different. This is the point I'm getting at. Yeah. With the information, it's not just about the. It's about saying the appropriate information. Yeah. And and the right information as well as ramping up the crowd. It's not just about ramping up the crowd and saying whatever you want. Right? Yeah. So I, I think with that, it's if <laughs> I've always quit thought in my head like say say if like I'm fighting blah blah my record decent and you as MCing would you go like. You're my opponent. Yeah, yeah, Sam Stone. Ten wins, nine <laughs> knockouts. Would you ever do that if you favoured someone? Uh, uh, every, I would love to see that. Do you know what I mean? I don't ever like to do it as a favourite. Like, literally, the away fight gets the same announced yeah, with me as anyone yeah, else. Yeah. But I'd always, say, I'd always say about knockouts, yeah, yeah. obviously, but I won't make them up. Like, no, just like, yeah, inside, never knock no one out. <laughs> I always do. Yeah. I always do. It could be. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go with a professional record of 10 fights, 10 wins, nine big wins by way of <laughs> knockouts. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, from Chatham, Kent, it is <laughs> Iron Man <laughs> Sam <laughs> Stone. <Yeah. laughs> When you uh, jumped in like the first time, was you nervous? Would you oh, say? yeah, yeah. Was you like, what yeah, the well, fuck am I doing here? To it? be fair, I can't even remember that first night, but it must have gone all right. Because you pretty well <laughs> off the back of it. Yeah, yeah. What a thing was, because I just get, I kind of get quite ramped up and excited in what I'm doing. You know what it's like when you get, you know, I'm a bit excited, that you kind of at the end of like, wow, that went well, but you can't remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I've obviously got my own style. I don't sort of copy anyone as such, and your style develops as well at the time. You improve. Yeah, of course. You, learn, you have to constantly learn. You need to learn, and if you don't constantly learn, then you're ignorant, really. Mm. I believe anyway. You need yeah, to see in the ways kind of thing. And um, yeah, I did that. And I was really nervous, and then I was buzzing at the end of the night. Oh, this is amazing. Like, nice little payday. Yeah, like, <laughs> fantastic. And then, obviously, off the back of that, uh, I did a work show the next week, and then the next week, and then it was Christmas, and then we went into the new year, and it started off again really well. And the nerves get less and less, and you do become more confident, and you learn and learn and learn. But off the back of that first show, there was actually someone from... Uh, the boxing boards there and he said to me oh that was really good it's nice to see fresh fresh MCs blah 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 we haven't got enough and all this like. and I was like oh right well here's my number you know any and I was always saying to him if there's anything you feel I can improve on or anything I need to yeah. do and blah 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 
And um, he took my number. I didn't think anything else of it. And then just after Christmas, I actually got a phone call randomly out of the blue off of a guy. I didn't have a clue who he was. His name was Phil Jones. Now, Phil, I know really well. He's yeah. a good guy. He's, a, he's actually a whip um, and does several other roles within boxing. And he's really well known up and down the country. He's booked out every single weekend, flat out, busy, okay. busy, busy on the big shows, sure. small shows, all sorts of shows. But he messaged me and said, look, your number's been passed to me from uh, the Midlands area. And I've got a show down in Bournemouth. And I was like, oh, right. I said, uh, and he told me he would pass some numbers. So, oh, right. And it was from that first show. And um, he introduced me to a promoter called Steve Bendel down in Bournemouth. Now, Phil's from right up north, but it was Steve's first show that he was putting on. And they was obviously looking for an MC. Got me involved. And then since then, I've, I've worked for Steve now for the last however many years. Wow, and that's how it just kind of always took off and you know, word of mouth I've never really advertised I put a bit on Facebook but I don't advertise everything I do mm, yeah. it just one thing led to another to another really so what's the like where's there if you turn up at a show and you think fucking hell this is going to all kick off here and that or... uh, you can get a little bit tense but listen the one thing I, I think is no news, uh, should like things get kick off because yeah. people get idle in the crowd, they get drunk, yeah, yeah, they get bored, and they're they're about waiting. So it's it's a good thing to one keep your boxing flowing. They're there to watch fights, keep it flowing. If for one reason or another you can't keep it flowing, or there's a big delay at the start of the event, we've had that before. There was a problem with an ambulance once at one of the camp yeah. shows, so. You have to have lip, you know, and, and we was having an auction that night. So I pulled the auction to the beginning of the show. You know, it, the, the auction virtually died on its ass, but at least it killed a bit of time yeah. and kept the crowds yeah, from yeah, getting yeah. Uh, itchy and everything. And then it's about talking constantly to the crowd, giving information. Well. If you give people some information, even if it's not the news they want to hear, at least it's some mm. news. Yeah. yeah. What about that like, show, best show that you've been to and you think this is plush? Like, what, like, like you turn MC. up and it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's smooth, looks great. Has to be the MTK shows. Yeah. Yeah. I did, yeah, I did some MTK ones because the, the production that they put on was a high level. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, did them, I did some MTK ones about four years ago. Yeah. Uh, the. Brentwood? Brent, Brent, yeah, Brentwood Centre, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it'd be Brentwood, wasn't it? I did them. I, I did one from at York Hall as well, and I did one at uh, Gray's, but the Brentwood one was Essex, unreal. Yeah. The light and rig and the actual show itself with IFL and everything. So, so what's, um, what's next for you then? Uh, well, obviously, over the last 12 months, because uh, the, thing, the thing is, obviously, my background work-wise... I've worked for the NHS um, in mental health services for 25 years. And actually, <laughs> I quit my job, full-time job, back in November. But for a long time, I've been <coughs> obviously the MC, and I'd like to have been able to take that um, full-time. And 
there just before the pandemic it was I was getting really busy and, yeah and the thought then was right let's let's go down to part time on my other job and do this because I was I was going out to Sweden uh, I used to in a band, Rain a couple yeah. of times you did the, the um, tournaments and the yeah, MMA yeah, stuff yeah, as well yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'd been out to Romania, Italy, and it, it was really starting to... Who was that band you on? Was it a band? Oh, Arcade Fire. Yeah, no, that a, was, yeah. to be fair, that was That's one of the most mental. random things. And that was a mad thing as well. I, just, I was at work, actually, got a phone call on a Wednesday afternoon from this producer to do with uh, this band. And they just said, oh, are you a boxing announcer? And I went, yeah. <laughs> and to be honest I was a bit nervous I was thinking who's yeah. this random known number yeah. they said oh um, are you available tonight and I went right well I suppose it depends where what for you know just because yeah. I'm an announcer I'm a little bit kinky like. <laughs> and uh, they said well she said it's a bit of an odd announcement but she said obviously I'm to do with this band and uh, they want to come in they're, they're doing a launch of their new album and uh, they want to come in and be introduced like boxers. Now, we had a guy up here last night who did it, and he wasn't really, he didn't yeah. fit the bill very well, yeah. basically. And um, would you be available? And I was like, yeah, if you like, yeah. And she went, oh, how much would you charge? And I said a fee. And she went, oh, right. Uh, she said, I'll check that. She said, but I'm pretty sure that'll be okay. Is that including expenses? Because I do advise you put that on. I'm thinking... How much the fuck is it? Yeah, I was thinking, but what is this? Like, because it, it, she's actually basically saying that's not enough. Yeah, yeah. So I went, yeah, yeah, I'll put on petrol money and expenses. She went, yes, please make sure you do. So she said, anyway, could you come up to it? It's only in your call. Uh, yeah, it's no, like a, it's a small you? personal gig for this band called Arcade Fire, who uh, I hadn't really heard of before. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. I said, is there any chance I could bring my lads with me? Because George was only yeah, about nine yeah. or ten or something at the time. And um, she said, that'd be good. Honestly, bring him. He'll have a great time. He can have a free concert. Obviously, it's totally sold out, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, that's fine. So I did that. And then I started Googling them. And I was looking on their video clips and that, like, you know, 10 million views and stuff. I was like, oh, Christ, <laughs> quite a big deal here. And then I Googled a bit more and it recorded with Bowie and all this, like, done headlines, Glastonbury. And then I was like, Christ. <laughs> so then I... Uh, <laughs> fucking got more zeros, is <laughs> so, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so then I said, anyway, I said to George, George, and he was so excited. We went, oh, what a proper concert. I said, yeah, come on, we'll go up there. So we got up there anyway, and then we was in there, and I was I was there, we met the band, and they had chefs there and that, because it was like, and they were preparing food. They said, do you want some food? I said, oh, I'm good. But George sat down, and they made him all food and everything. It was amazing, oh. really. And... Um, and then they was like, oh, well, if you're here, we'll have to give you some merchandise to George. And I gave him mm. some T-shirts and stuff. And then they said to me an idea of what they wanted me to say. So they gave it to me. And it was Will Butler, actually, one of the guitarists, who sent it to me. I've still got his number on my phone now. I've never been brave enough to mess him because I don't want him to come across like, what well, you mess around, boy, you're not. <laughs> and um, so... And, uh, so anyway, he messaged me what they wanted to say. I said, oh, yeah, should we change this? Blah, blah, blah. And then I was stood there. They're all re they're really tall. Like you guys are tall. But these, they're really tall. Like, I was stood there. <laughs> Christ. And then there was this woman there, right? 
she was the tallest woman I've ever seen in my life because she was as tall as them and she was stood there and she looked about six foot six because she had these massive hills on as well I was like maybe more maybe more because these hills were like that like probably like Clear, and I was clear stripping, hills. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, stripping. And I was going, wow, yeah. and I was like, she kind of looks familiar, but I didn't realise who it was or anything. I was like, one of the, like the crew, and it was someone just going, oh, you're a good time, blah, blah, blah. They were going, oh, yeah, blah, blah. Do you watch Game of Thrones? And I went, no. And it was Gwendolyn Christie. The blah, woman. Blah. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And she was there, see. They were getting her involved for this show oh. as well, see. And I was like... I said, I don't even watch it. I said, but I kind of recognise her. Yeah. And she was just the tallest, She's one of the unit. tallest human beings I've ever seen in my life. But with these shoes on, she was just Massive, like, yeah. huge. Because she, she's six foot two anyway, aren't she? Yeah. Barefoot. With these heels, she was well over. Nine, ten. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, and uh, so that Christie was like, oh, Christ, yeah, this is exciting, blah, blah, blah. And then there was all out the back and, there was all these people and the band were there and they said, oh, do you want to have a practice like just for us out in the car park? So I went, yeah, right. So I stood on the stairs and I did this announcement. The whole play, they were going, oh, this is exactly what we want. We love it. Yes, yes, yes. And then we went out there and then we did it. And then there was Jude Law there. What? You know, I mean, Woody Harrelson was there. And like, <laughs> and then they said to George, do you want to get involved as well? You could walk out onto the stage and Ring carry the bell. Well, no, Gwendolyn Christie did the like a round card oh, and it had the emblem of the album on it. Yeah, yeah. Which at the time it was um, everything now, was it? Oh, I don't even know, man. Oh. What do you mean? You don't know? I'm telling you this story. It's just meant to be wowing everyone. <laughs> I'm not into that. Right. <laughs> no, I wasn't. That when you told me the first time. Well, we did, we did. Anyway, so she walked out with like this round card portraying like a ring girl. And then George walked out with a bell, like a timekeeper's bell. Yeah. I did the massive announcement. And then she said, everything now. And then rung the bell. See, so we've done this whole thing. The place goes wild. The band are there suddenly crack on with their... Their, their song, their main song from the album. And they did all that. We watched a bit of the concert and then we had to go. And um, the woman who uh, initially contacted me, her name was Lucy, she said, look, the band love you. Uh, I think we're going to be in contact uh, to do some other bits. And obviously we go back to America now and we're going to do the world tour and they'll do the stadiums and the arenas and that. But we'll 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 be in contact for when we come back and do the UK part because they did I'm happy to go with you well they did well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but they did like in when they came back here they did Wembley Arena Manchester oh, okay. and all that lot and part of the world tour and then um, so that was that I didn't think anything more of it me and Jules driving I just looked at each other in the car and was like wow oh, that, surreal. that was mad and I went I know. It's a Wednesday. I've <laughs> got a call and this suddenly, morning. <laughs> suddenly we've been in this room with all these mad celebrities. You know, they, because they gave us a set list, they sent us, signed all of that. And then the actual release day of the album in the UK, through the post, I got this uh, vinyl with a CD as well and a note written in there. Thanks so much for everything you've done. Oh, I hope you enjoy it. Nice yeah, well, here's a copy of the album on vinyl yeah, and, uh, so that was nice and then again didn't think anything else of it and then a couple of months later again I suddenly got uh, a, a message saying can you call me so I called them and they said look we want to release something through Apple Music later today but um, and we want to use your image um, are you happy for that to us? I was like, well yeah mate yeah. and then they went we just need to talk about the money 
because obviously, and you need to sign a thing to a release him. It, yeah. And I was like, oh, right, right. And obviously I was green. I was like, I was just happy that they were going to yeah. use him. <laughs> and I went, oh, yeah, of course, of course. And I said, well, and I said to her, I said, look, I, what should I be charging for this? And she said, well, usually this would be the fee for a one-off. And we just want to tell you, we, we will not be using it for anything else. It can only be used for this one thing for Apple Music to announce this one concert that they were doing for this charitable cause thing hmm. and it's going to be a 30 second clip blah 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 i'm sending it to you now please don't show anyone because obviously it's not being released until Bosh. six o'clock today Bosh on my socials <laughs> check it out check that you're happy with it and then if you are could you please sign this contract and send it back so i looked at me yeah that's mad yeah I sent it back and obviously they paid me straight away literally Within about twenty four hours, they were good players, like literally oh, on the bus. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, and yeah, that's great. And obviously, we had this clip, and it was all through Apple, and it was advertising this concert that they did. So that was that. And I thought, oh wow, this is amazing! Brilliant. That was fantastic. And then uh, again, didn't think anything else of it. And then one day, I got another message, and they said, and this was the one that I thought was going to be. They want to take me on the fucking world tour, mate. <laughs> 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 I've made it. How are we going to do this with George? Do you reckon I can blag him some sort of schooling whilst on the <laughs> yeah, tour? Yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, so they messaged me and she said, look, we're going to start the world tour soon. We're starting in Canada. And actually the band, obviously joking, as she said, uh, obviously would love to take you around with them. Um, oh. But that's not feasible. Mm. But we do want you to announce us into the stadiums and that. So could you do us a recording? I said, well, yeah, of course. And she went... The only thing is we do need it fairly imminently because we've only got about three days oh, and then they'll obviously edit it themselves over here and blah, blah, blah. I said, all right. He said, ideally, I'd get you into a studio, but blah, blah. do you yeah. know anyone who's got any recording equipment? And I actually contacted Jamie Lepinier of Shadowbox Shadow Media. Box, yeah. Shadowbox Shadow Media. Um, obviously, uh, they used to film all the interviews. I used to work with Jamie and got him involved after Trey and everything, because yeah. Trey was there before. So I got Joe and, uh, Jamie involved with the show. So I go, Jamie, of course, I said, look, mate, uh, could you come and record this? Like, they're saying it hasn't got to be the best quality, but I knew that he had a camera with a microphone on it, so he could just at least record it. So we recorded it, and we couldn't block out the, the uh, pump from the fish tank in the background. So that was kind of buzzing for it but they, they were fine with that we sent it off literally we'd been there for about 10 minutes that was it and I was like I feel as though we've been a bit of a fraud here Jamie and he was yeah. like well what else are we meant to do I recorded what they wanted about yeah. 10 times sent it off they went oh this is amazing thank you so much blah 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 we'll be in contact right we want to buy the rights for it this is what we would usually pay just to buy out the rights and then we can use it for whatever and I said okay that's fine it was quite a bit of money and I said yeah that's fine go Jamie a bit of a drink out of it as well yeah. and um and then she sent me a clip, which again is on my Instagram, David Basson. Uh, and uh, there's a clip from Madison Square Garden. No way. Where they were walking in and they're announced by me oh, um, as the undisputed, undis undefeated. <laughs> heavyweight champions of the world. <laughs> Arcade Fire. Yeah, they came out like boxers. So... Uh, and the voice has gone around America. Yeah, well, and that was the thing. It was in you know, Las Madison Vegas. Garden. Las Vegas. It was in uh, 
Canada and stuff like that, yeah, across the... Well, we won't tour, yeah, of course yeah. we won't. Yeah. Well, was it, I think it was probably only on the English-speaking type things. Yeah, like America, some if, Europe, oh, and stuff If like you that, saw the videos of their sets and that, half of the tour they set up as a boxing ring. The stage actually had oh, ropes it? around oh. it. So it was like a giant boxing ring, because... There's about 10 of them or something, you know, okay, but there's loads in the back. Yeah. Right? Fucking hell. Yeah, that's no, fucking, yeah. yeah. You, were, you weren't even going to mention that, was it? Was no, I've forgot all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've forgot all about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to add? Nice. Uh, Thanks for having us on, boys. Before, Sorry, well, 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 basically build your perfect fire by different attributes. So if I was to ask you, who in your eyes has got the best footwork? Past, present, doesn't matter. So we'll go footwork. Oh, what, boxing-wise? Yeah, boxing-wise. Uh, I think you'd have to look like something like Sugar Ray Leonard's. Yeah. Uh, recently, I'd say somebody like Golovkin or something like that, really. What about? He's a nice, subtle foot. You know, that yeah. Really underestimated the way he moves. Everyone thinks they... Mastered how to beat him, but actually, yeah. What about boxing IQ? IQ, I suppose. I suppose modern boxers, you'd have to look at somebody like Usyk, wouldn't you? But from back in the day, boxing IQ. Uh, I don't know, really. That's, that's a pretty. I, I, think, I think we're going to go with Usyk. Usyk, yeah. Just, what just, about yeah. Chin? Chin to stand there and take it or and be able to get up. Dave Bassett. I think so. You'd have to look at Ali, wouldn't you? Really, as well. Like I know that look, these are sort of sure thing. Yeah, sort of no, no. Like just... Anyone would say, but look what he did against Foreman and the likes. Yeah, he got dropped. But always got back up. We're going about Tyson Fury now getting up from Wilder. Yeah, yeah. But that was but that was yeah. one fight. Ali got up. Fraser. Well, loads of times. Everybody yeah. you know, put him over and stuff like that. Defensive work. Defensive work. Well, Ali again, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you'd have to say Mayweather really as, a, yeah. as the best defensive boxer mm-hmm. and probably one of the greatest IQs. Really he knew how to win in at all costs. Uh, attacking prowess, so like you, that forward pressure. Ah, then you, I think you look towards the eighties now. Really, I reckon Tommy Hearns, yeah. Roberto Duran, yeah, sort of <laughs> out of the four kings and um, punch power. Punch power. See, obviously, we all look at Mike Tyson and things like that, but I think his wasn't just punch power. It was about the pressure he put on, wasn't it, at the time and the speed. George Foreman. Um, but obviously, if you're looking pound for pound, you've got to look at Inu at the moment, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah it's a good yeah, shot. Yeah, That's yeah, a great shot. Punching through everyone, you know. It's yeah. ridiculous as well. You, d- you don't get that no. many knockouts in sort of flyweights, bantamweights. Mm. No, it's a great shot. Yeah, cheers for coming, Dave. Um, yeah, pleasure yeah, to have you on obviously cheers boys uh, come and support us on Patreon £3 a month also follow us on socials Facebook Twitter Instagram YouTube Gentleman Stories cheers cheers, cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network